Hello, this is Victoria Schnepps, publisher of Schnepps Media at AM New York Metro and 70 other publications. Today is the Power Women Day, and I am so delighted to bring a friend and somebody I highly respect with us to not hear about her ventures and her success at Vaughan College, and that is its president, Sharon DeVivo. Now, I know you have EDD. You could call yourself Dr. DeVivo. Do you like to use that title? No. <laughs> you Everybody knows it. me as Sharon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I don't mind getting introduced that way, but after that, it's Sharon. So, so we're going to hear a little more about Vaughan College and its uh, tremendous impact in the aeronautics training of mm-hmm. students' industry mm-hmm. and how well they do because they go to Vaughan College. But I want to talk about you personally and your growing up years and what gave you the inspiration to become a president of a very esteemed college. Well, first, let me say, Vicki, thank you so much for having me today. It is always such a pleasure to talk to you. You really are uh, an icon, particularly in Queens, and uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here, so thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, so I'm a military brat, so oh. spent the first 21 years of my life uh, following my dad around in the Navy, who was a Master Chief, and uh, went to 17 schools in 12 years. <gasps> Takes my breath away! Yeah, so uh, I used to change. <laughs> <laughs> for how? sure. But you've been at Vaughan College for how many yeah, years? Yeah, since 1996. I, I did have two other jobs at other institutions before that, but most of my career has been spent at Vaughan. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah. tell me about your growing up years yeah, so, inspiration. Um, yeah, so my, my dad's probably my biggest inspiration, um, you know, just in terms of watching him. He always had young people working for him and was always sort of friend and counselor and, and, and would always come home and talk about what was going on at, at work. And so I always learned a lot through him. And then, of course, growing up in lots of different places uh, made me very adept to change and also culturally sensitive. So we lived in Iceland and Hawaii and Wales. and so funny about it. Iceland because yeah. I've been to Iceland and Iceland is very green and yeah. Greenland is very icy. <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. Right? It's the, it seems like they got flipped, the names. Well, I think so. maybe they want people to uh, yeah. to come to Greenland because it was so badly frozen <laughs> over. Yeah, Iceland's like a hot tourist spot. It wasn't yes. that in the late 70s when I was a kid and I okay. was there. But it was an incredible place to spend three years. So, yeah, so I, I so appreciate my growing up because I think it's really contributed to the, the kind of person and the kind of leader that I am now. It's fascinating how uh, being in that environment of not being there long enough to make friendships or to have yeah, fast friendships right, right. Uh, has held you in good stead. And when you became uh, president of Vaughan College, what drew you to that? What was your experience that they selected you and you selected them? Right. Right, absolutely. Well, I had uh, I started as the director of communications in 1996. Didn't know a whole lot about aviation and really had to learn because I had to be able to promote the institution to other folks that didn't know a whole lot about aviation or technology or engineering or management degrees, uh, particularly in this field. And so it gave me an understanding of exactly what we do and why we do it, and just absolutely adore the students. Uh, about 80% of our students are from a minority background. Um, average family income is about 39000 so mostly first-generation college students and first-generation Americans. And that's what's really kept me there is they're incredibly passionate about what they want to do. Their families very much support their endeavors. And because our outcomes are, are so incredible right now, uh, 99% of our students have a job wow. within one year or continue their, their education. And so 
that's really important to us is that we see students being successful. The other thing that's really neat about Vaughn is there was a study that was done a few years ago that was um, actually published uh, in the Times that looked at those institutions that were the best at moving students from the bottom percentages in income to the top. Looked at them 15 years later. This is very important. This is I want to hear this very slowly because this is fascinating. So they looked at 2,100 institutions across the country and those that really moved people from where they were to the next place. And 15 years, there's something magical about when you're roughly 35 that says this is what's how successful you're going to be for the rest of your life. Wow. And Vaughn was number one in the country. <gasps> so oh, beating my. out all the really big names in terms of, and that just you know speaks to the power of a Vaughn education and the ability to really not just change a student's story, but a whole family's trajectory oh, in terms my. of moving into, you know, middle and upper classes in terms of the kind of programs that we offer. Well, you know, I was a teacher by profession. My yes, master's is right. in teaching, yeah. not journalism and not business, but teaching. So I know the power of an education. And, mm-hmm. you know, you are probably the personification of what it has meant to students to be at your school. How do you find you're able to get funding? How much of the funding is fundraising? How right. much of it comes from different sources? So right. A student is not laden with enormous debt when they leave right. school. Yeah, so affordability. Now, do they graduate with a BS? What's the degree yeah, that so they get? Yeah, so we have master science degrees, bachelor science degrees, associate in applied science, certificate programs. And then four-year programs. Yeah, so depending on exactly what a student is interested. So everything from certification as a aviation maintenance training technician to a master of science degree in airport management to manage LaGuardia, right? So, and all things in between, you know, become a pilot, become a flight dispatcher, become an engineer. Talk about LaGuardia. If anyone has ever passed LaGuardia (laughs) or gone to LaGuardia, well, there's the college right in front of you with the wonderful plane sitting there waiting to be used Yeah, just look the other way. Don't look at the airport. Look on the other side of the Grand Central. And there you are, right on the Grand Central Parkway. I love the positioning of the school. It's perfect. The project's been incredible. And And uh, I think over the years, talk to me a little bit about the growth you've had. Yeah, so we're at about 1,650 students now. The uh, We will not produce enough pilots, maintenance technicians, or engineers as a country for the next 20 years. So there's just incredible opportunity for students uh, who finish their programs. And we know affordability is the biggest issue for students and their families. So about 90% of our students get some form of financial aid, whether it's Pell or that's the federal grant or the New York State grant or funding Now, when you say us. grant, does a grant mean that they don't have to pay it back? Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, a Pell grant is just that, don't have to pay it back. TAP, the New York State Tuition Assistance Program, you don't have to pay it back. Um, the private institutions in New York State participate in the Excelsior Program. Um, And what is that? So that's the program where students can attend an institution, uh, a public institution, um, and don't have to pay tuition if they make less than $125,000. And at a private institution, you'd be entitled to the same size of a grant, and the private institution matches it. So there's opportunities for students both at private and public institutions. That's interesting. I thought the Excelsior was just for yeah, there is the that SUNY idea. SUNY systems. No, we also, the private institutions also participate. That's a very um, powerful piece so. of information. For yeah, everybody. and it helps to make uh, tuition much more affordable. Now, the great thing is, is, you know, we know that our students are going to get positions, and so any debt that they may have to take on in terms of loans, plus loans, which the parents can take out, or, or alternative loans, Right, we know students are going to be able to afford those debt payments. Um, and our average debt after graduating from a four-year program is roughly thirty, thirty-two thousand, which is very much in line with what you'll see across so the, the state. So the four-year education? 
Correct. I mean, I hate to say yeah. that's reasonable, but it is comparatively speaking because that's sometimes right. some, one year yeah. in some schools. And it is an investment in your future, right? Of course. And I think families families are comfortable with debt so long as they know that there's a way to afford it, right? If if you're not sure what job you're going to get or you think you're going to be making 25000 then there's real concern about how am I going to be able to, to pay this back. But, you know, we know that students are starting, and particularly given the demand, um, for aviation and engineering and technology professors, professionals right now and for the foreseeable future, uh, that they're going to be able to afford those That's payments. a very interesting piece of um, knowledge about um, particularly uh, Vaughan College because of the tremendous need yeah, of right. your graduates. What kind of entry salaries do you find that they're getting from pilots to even the yeah. technical people yeah, who absolutely. take care of the engines? So the great thing about the demand is the salaries have actually gone up quite a bit in the last few years, which is terrific. So for a pilot starting out, they will typically start at a regional airline. So this is a, an air, this is like Republic, Envoy, Endeavor, Cape Air. Those might be names familiar to your listeners. Um, so they, a couple of years ago, they were between twenty five and thirty thousand for starting salaries. Now they're between fifty and sixty thousand oh, starting wow. salaries. That's a big leap. For technicians, a few years ago it was eighteen dollars an hour. Now they're starting at twenty six dollars an hour. Uh, so really, you know, for our engineering students, it's somewhere in the seventy to eighty thousand dollars hmm. to start. So we're seeing this. What really about the management nice... piece? Because you know, I know the uh, we have uh, airports being managed by these wonderful people, and probably got trained some of them through. Yeah, here. absolutely. We have many graduates who've gotten great jobs with the Port Authority. They're an incredible partner. Um, in fact, they just started a uh, scholarship program. We're in the second year with them, where. They provide funding for airport management students who live in the zip codes that have been impacted by the construction. They offer them internships in the summer and a position at the end of so the four So is that years. for Kennedy and LaGuardia, or is it just for LaGuardia? So I think Because I think there's a yeah, lot of construction yeah, going on Right, that's just Millions so of dollars. So just for LaGuardia, right around us, right, that's the idea is that in those – and the construction hasn't started at JFK yet. <laughs> God help us. Right, when it will. But what an incredible, right? You're going to have all four years covered. You're going to have an internship, so you're building a resume and a job at the end. So no debt. Now we should be roaring that because yeah. I, I'm sure you incredible. have a lot of competition for those uh, Incredible opportunity for students. So right? where are your students coming from? Are they mostly from the New York City region? Yeah, so, about, uh, so our graduating class last year, about 75% were from the New York area. Uh, we do have a program with, with China at the moment, so those students come um, to complete um, certification. Um, now, given the current state of the world, it's a little bit in flux. Has but anyone gone home or yeah, they're just staying put? They're just staying put. Yes, um, good. Yeah. So what do you do for housing? Is it something in your future that so you're we have, have? So we have a residence hall um, oh, on do. campus, oh. our little six-acre campus. Um, yeah, so it's about 220 beds. And, um, and, you know, it's roughly 12% of our population that live on campus. So what would you think would be your future there in terms of, I noticed that hotel next to you is empty. <laughs> I mean, I thought to myself when I drove by, I said, gee, I wonder if Susan knows about this hotel as an opportunity. It'd be great for dorms. Yeah, so, um, so we also have another... Um, uh, building over in Astoria, mostly for our training program. So we have grown over the last few years, the addition of the residence hall, the addition of the Aviation Training Institute building over in Astoria, uh, where all of our our training is housed. Um, and we also do a fair amount of work online. You know, many of our students... Can someone get a, a degree online? Yeah, there's several programs that we offer oh, just online. So uh, if I was going to give you a magic wand yeah. or your wish list of what you would wish for the school... What would be on your list? Yeah, so continuing to have these incredible outcomes for students, 
Um, you know, we feel so strongly about our ability to help change a student's life that we put what's called the Vaughn Guarantee in place. Mm. So if you say continuously enrolled for four years or you're in our training program, which is roughly two years, and you get to the end of that time and within one year you haven't completed, you haven't found a position in your field, we will pay your federal loans for a year. Oh, wow. So we really feel strongly about our ability to help a student get off to a really successful career pathway. And we make that pledge um, to students and their families so that they know they have a real partner in this. And like I said, the outcomes are 99%. So we know you're going to be successful. We just want to give you an extra incentive in case yeah. for some reason things don't work out. I think you're one out. of the jewels of Queens and of course our city. <laughs> but I know that coming to be a president doesn't happen from birth. I became president. <laughs> I wish. So I, I'd love you to talk a little bit about what advice you'd give other women to be, I'll say it, as successful yeah. as you are. Oh, that's really kind. That's uh, true. Well, I think, you know, if I was going to give advice to my younger self, you know, one of the things would be not to worry. I'm sure you've had other women <laughs> say that, right? Don't worry as much. You know, trust your instincts. You know, I think women have really good instincts about how to manage people, how to nurture organizations how to make good, tough decisions. Um, and that's what we need in leaders. We need good listeners. We need you know, the ability to analyze data and, and to not get stuck in analysis paralysis and to make decisions. Um, and we need people who are going to look at things with a diversity of thought in mind. You know, I think women have, if we're going to solve the really big challenges that face us as a nation and as mm-hmm. a world, mm-hmm. we're going to need lots of people at the table. And I think women aren't afraid to hear those other voices and to consider them as part of their decision-making. I think it's one of our greatest strengths. Um, And I think we can really bring that to organizations. So uh, what do you do for fun? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm a a weekend warrior, unfortunately, when it comes to working out. It happens mostly on the weekend. I I love to travel. Um, Have have you had a favorite place? Because you've traveled the world when you were growing up. Yeah, the UK is my favorite. I have family there, actually. Oh. which is nice and my daughter's there right now in graduate school oh, nice. so any excuse I have to go visit her in London is really what I like well, to do. Well it's a good city to yeah. have to visit. I love London. Absolutely so um, yeah and just you know my family that's the best um, that's the best part when we're all together the four of us. Um, I have a son at St. John's. Oh, um, you kept him close yeah. to home. That's so, nice. Um, so Lucky it's great you. to have them all, all home which they will be in April which is terrific. Yeah so. well I just think that um, that blend of hard work and family yeah. uh, makes for a very very passionate successful life. Yeah absolutely. So I'm so glad to be able to bring everyone Sharon DeVivo who is um, a doctor. She did have a doctorate and does have her doctorate, and I like to give her credit because it's not easy to get. And she is president of Vaughan College that's located right here in Queens County, opposite LaGuardia Airport, and has made it one of the shining jewels of our county and our city. So thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. This is Victoria Schnepps, president of Schnepps Media and AM New York Metro. We are proud to bring the power women to you. Keep listening. See you next time. (laughs) 